Welcome to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. Call now, 994-1017. That's 994-1017 to get into all the action. Now, here's your host, David Swope. Good morning. It's Saturday morning. It's time for College Game Day. No, actually, you're tuning in to the New Mexico Motorsports Report. Um, I am your host, David Swope. We'll be talking about automotive and related motorsports activities around the state and on the national scene. Whether it's got two wheels or four, asphalt or dirt track racing, off-road or park and shine, We'll be talking about this is New Mexico's only show devoted to motorsports-related activities for the full hour here on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. And we are going to diverge here just a little bit uh, because last week, App State um, beat number 6 Texas A&M um, and, uh, and the 17-14. Uh, to 14. And so in the house, representing the Sun Belt Conference, this is Dan Watkins. How you doing this morning, Dan? Oh, I'm doing so good. Oh, I gotta say, I'm kicking myself a little bit that I'm not in Boone this morning. They, the the Nears went into College Station last week. They they beat Texas A&M. They took game day away from them. So now Herbie, Lee Corso, all the guys, they're in Boone this morning. And I gotta say, it looks like a lot of fun out there. I wish I was there. Absolutely. So of course. Uh, uh, picked you up this morning on the way out here. Big smile on your face to start with, and I thought, man, what's going on? And um, and of course, you guys got here and have had game day on um, the screen out there in the green room, um, and really enjoying it. Um, I mean, what does it what does it mean to a um, a, a, a smaller college uh, to take down, go in their house, punch them in the mouth, um, and uh, come away with that victory? Yeah, well, growing up in the southeast. Football is everything, and so when you go to a school like Appalachian State that dominated the FCS for so long and is now in you know the Division One FBS college playoff whatever, and they're scheduling games, you know big teams are coming to Boone. We're going to big teams, and it's just it's a great feeling to be a part of that and to to have that underdog story and be taking down some giants. That's that's fantastic, and of course you know a lot going on there when you got in that area when you got. North Wilkesboro reopening, and, of course, a big, big race in Bristol. Uh, as a matter of fact, two races already in the books. Um, so a lot of really cool things going on in that area, but uh, always great to give a shout-out. And and welcome back to RJ. RJ's been uh, uh, out of town doing some cool stuff, uh, went to Steelers, um, went to uh, the stadium there. Uh, talk a little bit about what you've been up to the last couple weeks. Yeah, I've been traveling around a little bit, hanging out with some family and friends, but also, I mean, I got the opportunity to go to the Acrisure Stadium, which it's Heinz Field. I don't know why <laughs> anyone weird, ever thought it? of it like that, but yep. I w- got to go to the stadium, got some memorabilia. My middle nephew's a big Steeler fan, so got him some cool stuff, but hey, had a great time, started my little... It was weird seeing uh, football talk that wasn't from me. Thank you, Dan, for that. But, <laughs> hey, everything was good, man. And, hey, now back to the swing of things. So thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we got we got to get into it because I'm telling you, this is an incredible – we have so much stuff. I'm not sure we can uh, we can even come close to getting into all of it. Uh, but uh, we got to jump into the Law Tigers event calendar because uh, there is some stuff going on uh, in town. As a matter of fact, out at Albuquerque Dragway, it looks like they're going to give that Midnight Madness uh, a try again tonight. 
Uh, yeah, Dave. So Albuquerque Driveway, they had a great street to strip yesterday, and pretty much tonight they're going with the Midnight Madness, which is a street to street to strip event with a live band that they have get, going out there. It's from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. It's not a typo, guys. That is the time of this event being Midnight Madness. It's a great time people go out there. I mean, to have racing going on at any time, let alone, hey, come out after work, have a great time out here with, I mean, so many types of cars come up for this event particularly, so go out and have a good time at Albuquerque Dragway. Yeah, I hear there was a, a conflict with the band, so uh, a lot of bands have offered to jump up and take their place, so uh, so keep your eyes on uh, social media on Facebook um, and see what's going on there. Uh, Roswell Drag Racing looks like September 23rd, they're going to have a uh, motorcycle madness. Yeah, so they had so they had a great event last week. They're taking this weekend off, but they have a motorcycle madness with a track being hot from seven to eleven with the TNT Fun and Grudge event, and then the twenty fourth they're actually having a time trial event where they're going to be at one p.m. Gates open at eleven, so early start on September twenty fourth and a great motorcycle madness. I mean, to see those, I mean, two wheels going that fast down any track is going to be cool. But an event particularly for it at Roswell, great to hear. Yeah, and of course the Law Tigers. Um, so instrumental in bringing the uh, motorcycle class to Albuquerque Dragway. As a matter of fact, in an upcoming edition, the next edition of the New Mexico Motorsports Report um, magazine, there's going to be an article on the uh, motorcycle division out at Albuquerque Dragway. Uh, going on, both Sandy and Vado um, are back to racing uh, this weekend. Uh, what's going on at Sandia? I mean, how cool event. It's the Rattlesnake Rally that's going on <laughs> down at Cindy Speedway. It's a clayable racing that I have out there with the 305 wing sprints, A-mods, stock cars, cruisers, and the mini sprints are all going to be out there at Sandia, where the gates are going to open at 2 and racing is going to start at 6.30. So some good old clay oval go out to Sandia. So next week on the road course, Southwest Motorsports is going to be out there uh, for a two-day event, um, and you can go out and check out um, basically uh, uh, road racing cars. Uh, that'll be going on next weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, what's going on down at Vado? Yeah, so Vado, man, I mean, what they have going on is a first responders appreciation night. You always want to hear some great events that go along, especially for a great cause. So first responders appreciation night. It's going to have the 305 wing sprints, super trucks, legends, USRA stock cars, and USRA modifieds are all going to be out there. It's going to have great celebration for the first responders to come out, but you're going to see some great racings all time for anywhere from trucks to legends. You're going to have a good time out there with the gates open at five and the racing starts at seven thirty tonight. Wow. So you got three Oh five wings at Sandia and at Votto. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's going to kind of divide the, uh, divide the, the, uh, drivers up, but, uh, all right. Alien speedway out of the world racing first responders night. So they're having their version of First Responder Night, but Out of the World Racing is a great thing that they have out there where, you know, it's just what they're doing. It's alien, man. It's yeah, weird exactly. enough out there. <laughs> hey, every racing should be somewhat of this version. But they're going to have the USRA Stock Cars, USRA Hobby Stocks, AMS Bombers, and Deanne's Cubby Junior Cyclones. So, hey, you're going to have a great time. Kids of all ages go out to this speedway and see some great racing. So go out tonight at 745, the green flag drops. Go out and see some good time at Alien. Awesome. So uh, Uranium's got Hobby Stocks, A-Mods. Actually, it's called Legacy Speedway now. Uh, Hobby Stocks, A-Mods, X-Mods, uh, 7 to 11. Aztec Speedway uh, finished their season last week, so it only seems appropriate to have Spencer Hill in the house. I mean, what was uh, what was it like um, finishing up the season with the, the last race, two-day race, 
uh, there at Aztec last weekend. Uh, yeah, Aztec Speedway, always a great facility, of course, all about family fun out there. Uh, it, it's great place to go racing, great place to watch racing. Uh, I was at a wedding on Friday, so <laughs> I wasn't able to get up there. For not the, yours, right? Not not mine, not okay, mine, but right. uh, very happy to celebrate Diane and Brandon Hargis uh, getting married in Milan. Okay. So right, literally a rock's throw away from Legacy Speedway. Uh, they got married at the baseball field over there, so that was a cool event. And then uh, packed everything up and went up to Aztec Speedway and went tenth to fourth in the feature there. So uh, it, it was a good race, good solid run. Finally, uh, we kind of break line in the heat race, which kind of set us back in the night. But overall, it was a good bounce back and happy to have a little bit of forward momentum as we finish out the season. Well, Caleb Stelzik coming away with the uh, the victory there. Uh, but also want to talk a little bit about two wheel. Because uh, we've got a big event uh, going on this weekend over at or- Moriarty MX. Of course, practice is today. Uh, but tomorrow is the New Mexico State Championship. Um, and it looks like it's 10 to 3 tomorrow. So if you want to go see some two-wheel action on dirt, uh, definitely go out to Moriarty MX. All right, we've got a whole lot more coming up. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I want to apologize up front. NASCAR, this was a slow week for NASCAR. Not a lot of news. So we, we're not really sure what we're going to talk about in the other segment, but I think you don't want to miss it. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 101.7, the team. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Brian Erlacher. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio, 101.7, the team. Dear 2029, the best new cars make the best used cars. So when we arrive, we'll be in tip-top shape. After all, we've been rigorously inspected to meet Toyota's seal of approval. And those are some high standards. We come with impressive warranties, too. Because when Toyota certifies used vehicles like us, they mean it. Yours, Toyota certified vehicles. Find yours at Toyota.com or visit your local Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. Visit your Albuquerque Santa Fe Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. We are all looking for significance, and we all want to make our life matter. We want to be a part of something bigger than ourselves and change the lives of those around us. What better way to do that than to join us for life-changing services at Legacy Church? At Legacy Church, we're giving back to the community and bringing hope to those in need. We invite you to join us at Legacy Church. With four locations to choose from, there is a campus near you. Visit LegacyChurch.com for service times. There's still time to book your summer vacation using convenient non-stop flights from the Albuquerque International Sunport. In just hours, you could be exploring the Bay Area, taking an architectural river tour in Chicago, or experiencing the nightlife of Las Vegas. And with non-stop service to 24 destinations, these are only a few options for a much-deserved summer break. The Albuquerque Sunport, your gateway to summer fun. Welcome to the annual Spelling Bee for Grown-Ups. Michael, the first word is preventive. Preventative. P-R-E. Next contestant, Susan. Preventive. P-R-E-V-E-N-T-I-V-E. That's right. You win. Preventive Pest Control. Clean up your man cave and help veterans at the same time. Bring your unwanted stuff to goodwill. One bag of donations can fund as much as one hour of free services for a veteran in need of housing or employment. When you donate, good happens. Good will it. 
Windsor Door Sales and Security has been here over 50 years. That's a long time. They recognize the challenges fellow business owners have in protecting against theft and vandalism. Rolling security shutters and steel mesh security screens will help give you that much-needed protection. Windsor has the very latest rolling security shutters and steel mesh security screens. Don't wait. Don't be vulnerable. Protect your business or home before it's too late. No obligation, quote, financing available. Visit windsordoorsales.com. Hey, Albuquerque, there's never been a better time to get off the lawn. The Water Authority has increased its Xeriscape rebate. It's now $2 for every square foot of turf that you replace with desert-friendly landscaping. You'll enjoy lower water bills, less maintenance, and an attractive yard that's in harmony with our desert climate. So get off the lawn with a wallet-friendly move to a desert-friendly Xeriscape. Restrictions apply and plans must be pre-approved. Visit abcwua.org for more information. A message from the Water Authority. Hey, race fans, this is NASCAR team owner, Coach Joe Gibbs. You're listening to David Swope on New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Radio 1017, The Team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. And uh, mentioned in the Unser Racing Museum, of course, uh, on the cover of the New New Mexico Motorsports Report magazine, um, is uh, Lightning McQueen and Toe Mater um, that are actually in residence outside the Unser Racing Museum. Uh, a lot of people have been going by. As a matter of fact, it's great to see um, every time I go by, there's like five, six cars, and there's always out, somebody out there taking their picture. Um, but uh, as I alluded to, um, NASCAR slow week. Um, <laughs> and uh, and so, of course, we had to have our uh, buddy John uh, Field. How do you – I mean <laughs> – how do you pronounce your last name again? Jonathan Field. Field. Mm-hmm. Field. I'm never going to get it. I don't know what my problem is. But welcome to the studio this morning. Um, I think the best place to get started um, is the victory, Bubba Wallace. Um, the 45 sweeps. Um, yeah. First time since, what, seventy in the 70s since you've had yeah. a, a particular car number win two races in a season with two different drivers. Yeah, since 1972. Uh, it was A.J. Foyd and Dave Pearson. Back then at Daytona, 21 cars split with two different drivers. Really good win. You know, he ran down and passed uh, Alex Bowman at the end of the race there and held off Bell and Hamlin and I think really scored a statement victory because I remember Tal, I think it was a rain, deli- or rain short and win. Right, and right. Now he got one with a full length win, you know, so really awesome to see for Bubba. Yeah, it was it was pretty dominant. Um, but, you know, to, to see a... a Two different drivers. Of course, you know, there was all that conversation. Oh, they just restickered mm-hmm. the car, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, but it was a little sad on one hand because mm-hmm. he, a little guy overshadowed by the huge announcement. Oh, and uh, we got we got that drop for Kyle Busch. I mean, you know. Now you're putting words in my mouth. Good job. <laughs> well, people have been putting <laughs> a lot of words in his mouth for a while. But Kyle Busch uh, to RCR. Um, and yeah. uh, that... That is a pretty fascinating um, situation. Um, what, what's your thoughts on, on that move? I think it's very interesting. I, I think four months ago when these conversations started, you know, with Kyle Busch, maybe he could leave JGR. 
I don't think anybody thought RCR, uh, especially 11 years ago when, you know, RC had him in a headlock punching him at Kansas. You know, <laughs> it's kind of fitting that they made the announcement after Kansas. But, right. you know, I heard Richard talk during the announcement. He even said, when I look at Kyle, I see that same look that I saw in Dale. Yeah. They want to win. And this could be a really good combination because we've seen Tyler Reddick run very well this year. Get somebody like Kyle Busch in that car, it's going to be very fun. Yeah, so, um, Spencer, um, have you been watching that uh, race race for the championship? I have, yeah. A very good series, by the way, if you haven't watched it. Was, was it a, a, an amazing coincidence that this particular episode was about Kyle Busch, the dad? Yeah. Uh, I mean, because it, it was, it, I, I thought it was pretty enlightening. My, my wife was like, is this the same guy that you know you're always talking about? And I'm like, yeah. So I mean, what what are your thoughts on on him going to RCR? Well, you know, as you said there, I, I think a lot of people forget that these people are different animals when they throw a helmet on, and, and in particular, someone like Kyle Busch, they take it to extremes where a lot of emotion pours through uh, that fire suit. So whenever you do get to see him outside of the track, being a dad or, or just you know, joking around, it, it, it's kind of odd. I, I've seen that with a lot of drivers, some both ways, too. I mean, uh, some drivers that you think would be really laid back in real life or a little more uptight. It just, racing brings out every emotion in you. But when you take that type of personality and you pair it with someone like RCR <laughs> that's trying to build back their entire program, I think that's a deadly combination because they're willing to take whatever risk that they want to go out there and win some championships. They're both hungry. That's something that is going to be a major factor going into next year is the fact that both of them, they want to prove themselves. And I don't want you to take your eyes off that number eight car because as fast as it's been this year, I think it's going to be even faster next year uh, as Kyle Busch comes in with a whole new attitude, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sure. when I was watching that, the the thing that was, you know, I mean, we talk about um, uncomfortable silence, which we cannot have on the radio. <laughs> but we, when I was watching that, Ben Bayshore, when they were having, mm-hmm. when they were, you know, meeting and stuff, I mean, the amount of like silence and, you know, where mm-hmm. he would, they would try and talk things out. And I mean, Bush and I, I do appreciate the uh, people need to understand I'm mad at the car. You know, mm-hmm. it, it gets taken out. And I mean, the expletives and all the stuff that he says during the race, um, pretty amazing. But uh, it is an amazing story. And that's just one of many chips that are probably going to fall. What do you think the next chip that's going to fall is going to be, Jonathan? Well, I think you have to look at, you know, what's Kurt Busch going to do next season? We've heard a lot of different things. You know, is he going to return? Is he going to, you know, the lot of different things? Because that also affects, you know, you got guys like John Hunter Nemechek. Guys like Sammy Smith, others who are in the lower series who, you know, maybe they could move up. Right. Maybe they could take that ride. You know, and also to JGR's uh, Xfinity program. We heard that Brandon Jones is not returning there. He's going to the JRM number nine. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, what's next? And also KBM, what do they do? You know, what right. does TR, TRD do in the trucks? I think we know what's going to happen with the 18. I have a good idea of it. I think we all do. Right. But everything else, I think TRD's program is going to be very interesting to see. Out of all of the things that you just said right there, Jonathan, I think the biggest domino that a lot of people are overlooking is the huge gap that TRD has in the truck series now with losing Kyle Busch Motorsports. 
Uh, they really, I mean, who do you have? You have a Tory, uh, but past that, I mean, I, I don't know that you have a flagship team anymore in the truck series. So it's going to be interesting to see what TRD does because they've made a lot of investment into the truck series program, uh, into bringing the Toyota Tundra and, and making that a front running face in the truck series. So going to be interesting to see, uh, maybe we see some throwbacks happening. I mean, it is going to be the Craftsman truck series again. So who right. knows? Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of Craftsman, of course, um, he and Josevar were eliminated. Um, but Ty Majeski, a big, big victory um, uh, on Thursday night, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. I mean, kind of throw some perspective on that, where we are, what, what, how big a win was that? I mean, you want to talk about one heck of a way to get a first win. Right. You know, we saw Daniel Hemrick last year. He got his first win, and he won the Xfinity Championship. I, I would say this is right behind it of getting your first win and being able to compete for your first championship. And we've seen him come close so many times. And he's been heralded by guys like Mark Martin who say, you know, wait till he comes up. And this is kind of opening the floodgates and really, I I think we're going to see a lot out of him after this. Really well, cool. and, and Spencer, I mean, I, I think it's that coming together of finally getting a competitive ride too, right? Mm-hmm. It is. I, and not to discount the rides that he's had before either, because if you remember right, he was part of that oh-so-cursed number 60 Roush Fenway car in the Xfinity <laughs> Series, which on paper should have been a very fast race car, but for whatever reason, uh, they needed to retire that car long before because I don't think that car finished the race a couple of years ago. Uh, but he has been in some competitive rides, but his issue is they've always been part-time. Mm-hmm. And having a full-time ride this year, that's been the difference maker because you're able to keep that momentum up. You're with one team the whole time. Mm-hmm. You're working together, you, and it's it's really a huge difference when you go from part-time to full-time, no matter what series it's in. And that's another person. I'm going to be looking at him really, really hard at Phoenix because not only is he really good there, but now he has that entire team support because they know they're in. Right now, mm-hmm. all of their focus shifts over to Phoenix. Right, and sure. and so I mean, talk about momentum. I mean, uh, Gregson Noah Gregson uh, mm-hmm. with his third victory in a row. Um, I mean, it, it, what kind of nickname? Throw up man. I mean, <laughs> a throw up in the helmet man. I mean, I mean, the guy's got to learn to breathe. Somebody, I mean, somebody help the guy um, breathe. Yeah. But but talk about, I mean, the momentum that guy's got. I mean, now he's got a cup, a full time cup ride too in twenty twenty three. Um, what kind of momentum has this guy got? Huge. I, I mean, he also leads the series in stage wins as well, so it's not like he's lucking into these wins. You know, he's really good throughout the race and capitalizes on it. Uh, I think he's by far the favorite. You know, we also are heading to places like Las Vegas, mm-hmm. you know, his hometown, Talladega, where he's good. Uh, yeah, I, I would say he's far and away the favorite for the Xfinity Series Championship. And it's amazing to see his growth, you know, because mm-hmm. even from earlier this year, Road America, where, you know, he had the whole industry essentially chiding him for his moves. Right. And now he's out there showing speed. It's cool. Well, and so, okay, I can't believe that we're, we're almost out of time in this segment, and we're just now getting uh, to Cup at Bristol. Um, okay, so 18 different winners this season. On the pole at Bristol... Eric Amarola. I mean, what what is going on in NASCAR? I mean, e- either one of you guys jump in. It's been just a crazy year, but we expected that with this new model of car, too. I mean, that's the entire idea was 
equity in the whole field. And and I think with, we've seen that happen the entire season, too. I mean, we're going to tracks for the second time, and it almost seems like the running order is flipped from the first time we've been there at a lot of these tracks. And, of course, Bristol, this is basically the first time we've been there this year. Is nothing compares to the dirt version right, yeah. of it. So I, I'm really interested to see, uh, as we saw Stuart Haas Racing, a lot of speed this weekend. Mm-hmm. That could be huge because we do know that number four car, right. pretty much in a must-win now. Right. Well, and then, of course, talking also um, about Chase Briscoe. I mean, Chase Briscoe is starting in, po- in position number two. I mean, mm-hmm. Chase Briscoe, I mean, tried to drive through basically the eight to get the victory on the dirt, and that's where Kyle Busch got his you know victory for the season, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is this is pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, and I would almost say he's in somewhat of a must-win situation. You know, so far in the playoffs, right. hasn't really shown as much speed, you know, as he needs to advance. But yeah, and also, I mean, you you talk about it, you know, all time, well, modern record for most winners in a season, nineteen. Eric Almirola wins. We could tie that record, and we still have seven races to go. So, yeah, it, it's amazing. And and uh, I mean, also. Kyle Busch is on the outside looking in, right? Mm-hmm. And and this guy is like the king of Bristol. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, of course, you know Austin Dillon, you know, still in the mix there. I mean, anybody in, anybody could grab one um, at this point. So uh, it's pretty da- pretty dang exciting. I mean, if you're if you're not tuning in tonight um, to the uh, the Bass Pro Shop Night Race, I mean, of course, you're going to have to record it. I, I mean, are, are you, you're going to the Mayor's Ball tonight here in Rio Rancho, Spencer. Is it frowned I mean, upon are, at, a, at a gala to, I'm, I'm thinking, to watch racing? I, I don't know. I'm thinking, that, but I'm thinking below you the table. You can position your phone. Yeah, I was going to say, exactly. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah, just right have a, a, set, you know, the, uh, the champagne glass. <laughs> I'll just have a, an earbud in or something. I don't know. It's the Roaring Twenties, so there you go. We'll see. All right, mm. well, uh, we got a whole lot more coming up on the other side. We're going to have to take a break. Uh, pay a few bills, but you've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Bubba Wallace. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Hi, this is Al Unser, four-time winner of the Indy 500. You've been listening to David Slope of the New Mexico Motorsport Report on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. Um, so much going on in the studio today. Um, we, we haven't even got to the car shows uh RJ's going to jump on with that in a little bit because it's like, uh, I mean, literally, what, 12, looks like 12 car shows um, today alone, and you consider what's going on in the state fair. Uh, but, a, but a very big, uh, very classy car show um, is going to end its run on a high note um, next weekend. And joining us now is, is Callie with the uh, Albuquerque Community Foundation. How are you doing this morning? Good. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing good. So talk a little bit about the Concourse du Soleil and and kind of how you guys are gearing up for, like, one big last push. Sure, yeah. So the event started in 2007, um, and we took the last two years off for obvious reasons. Yeah. And um, 
you know, the all events have a life, and the Cinco Amigos just kind of really wanted to go out with the bang with their final victory lap. So we've, we're returning the event back to Los Ranchos with the gala on Saturday night, next Saturday, and then the big public car show the next day on Sunday. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming in this morning. Uh, we have a special treat. Um, we've got a couple of tickets that we're going to give away right now. Um, so you talked about um, maybe a trivia question. So all of you that are on Facebook Live watching it, um, all you'll do is you'll put the answer in the comment line, um, and then we'll we'll pick a winner and let you know um, if you get it right. So what's your trivia question? All right. So we have over 90 cars coming next weekend. Wow. Um, spanning from 1930 all the way to 2023 in six different classes. So it was difficult picking one car to single out. Sure. Um, but so the trivia question, let's do... Uh, what year was the Jaguar E-Type V12 uh, last fully in production? Wow. Yeah, pretty specific. Wow. So uh, at least if you're at home and you're doing this, you can Google this um, <laughs> uh, and get the answer because I'm not sure I know the answer. Uh, but we're also going to have an opportunity for the radio listeners to call in. Um, and so the next caller that calls in, uh, we've got two tickets we're going to give away online. We've got two tickets that we're, we're going to do on the radio here. Um, of course, we'll, uh, we'll probably have you pick them up at Yearwood Performance because it's the easiest place um, to, to, to go get it because trying to find the state or station or when it's open is a little bit harder. But, uh, uh, but anyway, you mentioned 90 cars. Um, typically, each year there's a different mark, um, different make that you kind of highlight. It, is, is that the same this year or is it, you know, just, you know, just, you know, you kind of cater, you know, uh, curated a, a special group of 90 cars. Well, so this year with it being the last year yeah. and taking the last two years off, I think it really highlighted the family and the community that has come together awesome. um, throughout this event life. Um, so we didn't necessarily highlight anything. We are just, you know, everything sure. is welcome. We're just happy to have everyone back. Fabulous. Well, uh, Jerry Rail's property is is beautiful to begin with, um, but he's got quite a collection. I mean, himself because uh, I I knew him, you know, through through racing and his C production Lotus um, uh, is is a beautiful uh, piece of still working, fully functioning artwork. Um, but you guys have had everything from you know McLarens to, as a matter of fact, even the uh, um, the University of New Mexico. Um, with their their little racing program, and of course, you know, uh, our our Dan Watkins, he's uh, he was really involved in the solar version of of you know racing cars in college. But uh, um, so tell us a little bit about um, the the big car show for the public is is on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, how do how do people get tickets? Um, tell us you know where and when and you know all the particulars. Sure. Um, so, yeah, the car show's on Sunday. Get tickets at seahotcars.com. Um, the show is from 11 to 2. Uh, we'll have food trucks, some fun kids' activities, and obviously all of the cars. Mm-hmm. And we will have two cars from the FSAE program Excellent. at UNM. They're a really great crew. They come and volunteer and make the event possible with their volunteers each year. Um, and so they're they're bringing, I think, one of their first electric cars and then cool. their last combustion engine car that they built. Okay. So they'll have two cars there as well. That's that's absolutely fabulous. And so it's uh, um, tell us how to get to the location. 
Ah, uh, yes. So it's at uh, Jerry's uh, personal home. So um, his address isn't necessarily uh, public. Right. Um, but it is in Los Ranchos. When you do get the tickets, it will have the the home address on there for you to get to. But it's at his home that he built to host this event. So it's fabulous. Yeah, quite the sight to see. Well, so um, I'm I'm very familiar with the area in the North Valley. Um, directions wise, from Fourth and Osuna. Uh, you can either continue on Osuna becomes Chavez Road, hang a right at Guadalupe Trail. Of course, you'll see it on the left, um, or you can uh, you can go north on Fourth to Tyler. There's a light at Tyler. You hang a left. Of course, you know you got um, Taylor um, Mid School is right there, um, yeah. and so it, it'll actually dead end into Guadalupe Trail. So, um, but anyway, yeah, it's it's beautiful in the North Valley this time of year as well. Now, a couple of years there's been a little bit of rain. And some other things, but it looks like uh, uh, looks like it's going to be an absolutely beautiful day. Yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to it. All of his trees have grown in over that iconic driveway that oh you drive gosh. down, yep. and yeah, it should be really beautiful. Well, and the cool thing is, yeah, they provide so much shade too, so it's a really, uh, really wonderful event to go out. Now, you mentioned um, off the air, it's, it's it's kind of a three day event. Can you talk a little bit about some of the other events that are around it? Sure. So Saturday is the uh, farewell gala, uh, which are um, we still do have tickets available, um, and so that is dinner, dancing, um, just kind of again enjoying the concourse family that has formed over all of the years, and all of the cars will be on display for that as well, and then the cars stay on site overnight for the public show on Sunday, and then the following Tuesday on the 27th begins the Rally du Soleil. Ah. And so that one, we are going up through northern New Mexico up to Telluride for Ooh. five days. Wow. Now, the trees will probably start to change color, and that's probably um, an incredible, an incredible drive. Um, who is the um, beneficiary of this year's um, event? Ah, yes, the um, two incredible ones. Uh, we're doing Paws and Stripes. Awesome. And the Veterans Integration Centers. Awesome. Both um, wonderful events. Um, I do some work with Clark's Pets, okay. so we're very familiar with uh, Paws and Stripes. Um, but talk a little bit about I, I, one that, and, and I only know because of um, somebody who's very involved in the uh, the veterans integration. Can you talk a little bit about that campaign or about the program? Um, sure, a little bit. Um, so we each year, the Concours du Soleil events, they select different nonprofit beneficiaries in different areas. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2019, we did Women Entrepreneurs, and this year, uh, the Cinco Amigos voted to support veterans um, organizations. And so that's kind of driven through recommendations through the Community Foundation ah, yes. um, and all of their connections. Uh, so that's how Paws and Stripes and Veterans Integration Centers came forward. And um, the Veterans Integration Centers, their programs are just they do um, housing stability, mental right. health counseling, uh, transportation, um, food. I mean, they just they really cover quite the gamut. And then Paws and Stripes, they do the animal-assisted therapy, which I think we all know that animals are incredible. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and especially for veterans. And then in the last few years, they've also started a mental health uh, counseling program as well. So. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, um, I'm familiar with them, but that's that's something I didn't know. So that's fabulous. Uh, for those that don't know, what's the Albuquerque Community Foundation? Uh, the Albuquerque Community Foundation um, is just really integrated into the community with um, 
supporting nonprofits, um, philanthropy, and just really uh, making Albuquerque even better than it already is. You guys have such a beautiful building that I think it's actually been in a couple of uh, Better Call Saul's or even Breaking Bad, just right in that, that neighborhood. But thank you so much for coming in. Uh, one last time, if, if somebody would like to get some tickets, where should they go? Seahotcars.com. It can't be any easier than that, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a whole lot more coming up, including we're going to share those car shows with you. Uh, so if you're uh, wanting to get out today and go check out some car shows, or looks like we've even got uh, got a couple for tomorrow. So you've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team. Hey, Albuquerque. This is John Hunter Nemechek, driver of the number four Toyota Tundra for Kyle Busch Motorsports. You are listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Joey Logano, driver of number 22 Shell Pennzoil Ford, and you're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio Albuquerque 1017 The Team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. Uh, and before we go any further, I want to give a shout-out to my dad. Um, happy birthday um, on Wednesday. Uh, I won't, uh, I won't say your age on the air, but, uh, needless to say, happy birthday. Um, and, uh, looking forward to sharing some cake and seeing if we can get your car on the track next weekend. Um, but as promised, uh, joining us, RJ Lee's RJ, man, woo, I don't know how you do it, but this list of car shows is insane. This is mid September guys. Of course, it's beautiful here in New Mexico. I think so. there's only like 12 car shows today. Yeah, that's not bad. Only, but but the names of these are great. Like, uh, let's kick it off in uh, Santa Rosa, bud. Yeah, so starting all over, there's a ton of great events going on. But So we have the 15th annual Santa Rosa, New Mexico, uh, Bozo and the Crew Fun Run that they have going on. <laughs> it's their 15th annual. It's on the 16th. That was yesterday and today. And pretty much they have so many of these cool different types of uh well, one thing, they have toolboxes, big cash prizes, and door prizes, so a ton of different prizes. Wow. And everything from the uh, Bozo's Choice, the Crew's Choice, uh, T-shirt competitions, Ladies' Choice, Commissioner Choice. I mean, they have uh, events. They have trophies. They have a lot of stuff to go out there. So fun stuff out there at Santa Rosa. Go out and celebrate the last day of the annual Bozo and the Crew Fun Run. That is not my car show. <laughs> well... Anyway, I, I was thinking that there's got to be a joke about the bozo thing in you. But anyway, uh, Aztec, I mean, Spencer, why don't you grab that one? I mean, you were just in Aztec, and um looks like they got a car show after you left. Yeah, they got a truck and vehicle parade at Riverside Park going on. Uh, that's going to be today and tomorrow as well is going to be the last day on that. So go check that out, Riverside Park. Beautiful park, by the way. R- really, really nice. And so that's the 17th annual I mean, like the the you know the bozo and da crew that was like fifteenth annual. I mean, these things are amazing. But Sandoval County does have a first annual 
Uh, what's going on with that, uh, RJ? Yeah, so the first annual, it's a car show and flea market that they have going on at the Sandoval County out in Rio Rancho, where it's going to be pretty much from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., the car show. And the flea market, I mean, it's going on as we speak, y'all, so I hope you're listening. It's from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. So it's uh, a lot of great fun. There's going to be craft shows, vendors, a bunch of opportunities to see some great cars, some great parts. I mean, you go out and you find a lot of different uh trophies people choice and top cars so go out have a good time and go out to rio rancho for a car show and flea market all right so uh las cruces uh you got a 15th annual show going on down there sure do no las cruces i know two 15th annual shows i kind of know that i was like hey that was a good year i guess wow. i'm not sure what, i can't even do the math 2007 but yeah. <laughs> it's a 15th annual car show where it's uh they're supporting donate uh and life pretty much. It's going to be at 1905 Nevada Avenue in Las Cruces. It's going to have music, food, and family fun. So I mean, great time over up, and pretty much it's going to be from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Go out for a great afternoon show in Las Cruces, and you know just cool events like this. We're trying to cover the whole state, baby. So Las Cruces at Young Park. Go out and celebrate the 15th annual car show. This week's winner of best name for a car show is. Um, I will, I, drum roll please, I guess. It's the Rusty Balls Speed Shop. The Rusty Balls Speed Shop Car Show, which is going to be out on uh, Wingfield Park. So this is going to be from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., so a cool full day event. And pretty much it's, I mean, the Rusty Ball Car Show. I don't know what else I can really say to it. It's, uh... Yeah, it's in Rio Doso, just letting you all know as well. So it is in Rio okay. Doso, but right. it's still part of New Mexico. I didn't just find it random anywhere. All right. But for the Rio Doso, you could go have a good time from 11 to 7 at the Rusty Ball Speed Shop Car Show. Well, a little bit of humidity down there, so I get I get the rust part. All right, Cruising the Canyon Fall Color Truck, Motorcycle, and Car Show. Um, is this a first annual, 17th annual, 15th annual? On this one, I mean, they've been doing it for a while. I don't see an official date for saying how long it was. Ah, okay. But pretty much it's a three-day event where people are pretty much getting to a meet and greet on Friday where they're going to have a car show from 8 to 3, an awards ceremony at 3, and then they're going to have a road run to the North Clear Crest Falls. So it's at 430. So it's a full-day of a great event where you're going to see a cool so many trucks, motorcycles, and great cars. And then Sunday, I mean, they're kind of a finishing rally, and then they're actually fly in the airport. I'm not exactly sure if that's just people heading out or anything, <laughs> but hey, it's a three-day event, so go out, and I bet you can see some amazing things out here for the car show, or for the fall color truck motorcycle car show. Hey, what's going on in Borales tonight? Yeah, so Borales, I hope I'm saying this right. Every once in a while, I'm pretty good with catching these, but it's the Amor and Kiparini, I believe. Kiparana? Kiparana. It's the presents, it's the Burke's Car Hop and Car Night. Cruise Night. Sweet! So it's a car hop event that they're doing today from 6 to 9, so it's a little later event, and the car hop is starting at 8, so it's kind of at the tail end of it. So you're going to cruise throughout Borales, which, hey, they do quite often, and they have such a success and a cool time going out there. It's going to be in the Browse neighborhood south of downtown, but it just seems like hey, a cool later on in the evening. I mean, summer's pretty much, uh, everyone thinks Labor it's pretty much over summer, but hey, it seems like this is kind of a last event to kind of, hey, cruise, enjoy a beautiful night, and have a car hop at the end. Sounds like a good time to me. Well, I ran into uh, a lady earlier this week um, that's on the, the board for the Wheels Museum, just right there in Borales. She's one of the um, the remaining, you know, families, longtime families that lived in that neighborhood, 
and she was she's just talking up all the good things that have been going on oh, wow. um, in Borales. So you definitely want to go check that out. So cars and canvases. Yes, yes. Um, what what is that? So it's going to be a car show and arts and craft fair that they have going out at Main Street in Farmington, New Mexico. It's going to be a cool event from 1 to 6 p.m., so a cool five-hour event where pretty much there's going to be a lot of paint sessions, a lot of kind of vendors for art and craft supplies, a lot of cool artists are going to make this trip out in Farmington. It just seems like, hey, enjoy a car, enjoy some art. I mean, to us, car is art. So you see all the car shows that they have. So it's kind of exactly. a mix. I was afraid that people were going to start painting their cars at one of this event or something. I, I mean, I hope they have a little dummy truck. I, that's why Farmington, I have, not Santa Fe. <laughs> no, no. I, I would kind of want a dummy truck for see, kids. And that's all the off. more reason. In Farmington, Santa Fe maybe, but you know, in Farmington, who knows? No, it's it's separate, I believe. But no, it's the cars and canvases. <laughs> Sounds right. like a cool event going on at Main Street, Farmington. Awesome. Well, and it's a good, it's a good way to get the whole family um, involved. As a matter of fact... Um, you've got one, uh, September Fest car show, um, and this one's really about the kids. They've got a kids area and everything. Yeah, so this one is actually, it's a cool event where it's the September Fest car show. It's going to be open to all uh, special interest vehicles, including motorcycles. So I don't know if they're just doing some crazy categories, but they're kind of leave that up to interpretation. But it's going to have trophies, live music, a kids area, and food trucks. And this is going to be out... Uh, at the Gutierrez Hubble House at a six, at sixty twenty nine, it's Letta Boulevard. It's a uh, in Albuquerque South Valley. But that's going to be a three p.m. to six p.m. event. Seems like a lot of cool stuffs going out there. It's for a good cause. So go out if you're on that side of town. Have a fun time at the September Fest Car Show. So uh, tomorrow, Our Lady of Sorrows annual Fiesta Car Show and Bike Show is also at uh, Loretto Park um, in Bernalillo. Uh, but want to uh, we got a little bit of time left, so I just want to give a shout out. Uh, Will Power uh, with his uh, second title title uh, at Laguna Seca with uh, Alex Pelot winning there, who he swears up and down um, he's going to McLaren next season. So we'll see how that works out. But the significance is this is the 16th championship for Penske. I mean, it, it's absolutely amazing uh, what that man has done. Of course, NHRA uh, is also going on first race of six races in the countdown to the championship at Maple Grove Raceway. Uh, Tony Stewart's going to be in the booth on that. Uh, the significance there is Tony Stewart was in the booth a couple of weeks ago um, at at the U.S. Nationals in Indianapolis, and they saw the on the broadcast a 10% increase in viewership because Tony Stewart was involved. So he's going to be in the studio again, um, you know, giving them some love there. Of course, uh Hall of Fame NASCAR driver, uh, but also first-time uh, two-car owner um, in the field. Robert Height uh, is on the provisional uh, uh, first position uh, with a 3.867 at 331.2 miles an hour. Uh, Justin Ashley, uh, a new name for me um, in Top Fuel, with a 3.703 at 330.55. Bo Butner. Uh, edging out uh, Erica Enders uh, in Pro Stock, 6.523 at 210.08. Uh, and Angie Smith um, on two wheels on a motorcycle at 6.757 at 201.22. Um, uh, what's it What's it like hanging around all these drag racing guys, uh, uh, Spencer? Well, it's a whole different world over there. I'll tell you that much. I, I think that all of us circle track guys are crazy until I go over to the drag strip side and... Uh, 
Yeah, those guys are pretty much insane. So yeah, it, it's a different thought process strapping into one of those rocket ships and going down the quarter mile. And uh, man, speaking of that, uh, we got all out call out coming up soon too. Yeah. I, I mean, so much stuff going on. We can't even. We need three hour show. Yeah, well, and you know, I hope Joe O'Neill's listening. Maybe he can help us out with that. Um, but uh, hey, that we're putting a cap on another one. Um, and who knows what's going to happen uh, in the next uh, the next week? But you can tune in here at the New Mexico Motorsports Report, and we'll have all of your information exclusively at uh, ESPN Radio one zero one seven the team. Thank you for listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Your Wood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate, here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Join us daily at nmmotorsportsreport.com and become part of the community. Tune in next week, where your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it.